Hello, everyone. Hey, how are you? We are doing well. We are doing well. We are doing well. Finally, when you say we, you're not talking about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. This is our first episode of you as a married woman. But anyway, I'm Ashley. I'm Tania. You're listening to another episode of You, I Do. The podcast that is going to make you book your ticket to the Bahamas today. Today. a wonderful conversation with Miss Frida Malcolm today. She is the director of Bahamas Ministry of Tourism. And if you thought you knew what to do in the Bahamas, you're probably mistaken. Frida gives us all the details on where to go, what to do, and how to even like search your trip to the Bahamas. And so If I were you, I would take notes. I would visit their website just to get the 411 on what you need to do when you go visit. Completely agree. So as always, pull out your notebooks, take notes, and then thank us later. But enjoy the episode. We have a very, very special guest with us today. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, good afternoon. I am Frida Malcolm, the Director for Weddings and Honeymoons for the Islands of the Bahamas, affectionately known as the Director of Romance. Um, I remember some years ago when I was first um, given this title, dubbed Director of Romance, uh, I got a a call, an international call from a media house saying, so I suppose they can come to you with with all their romantic questions. And I had to very quickly retort, well, you know, I'm not exactly a dear Abby, but um, I am most certainly happy to be here. It's a pleasure. We are really excited to have you here. Like we were saying shortly before we started, we haven't really done a lot of honeymoon conversations, which is very, you know, it's it's always interesting to us when we come across a topic that we haven't explored in our hundred plus episodes, but we are super excited. I've never been to the Bahamas. Tania, have you been to the Bahamas before? On a cruise, but I don't really count that because it was only for like a couple hours and then we left. And, and so, yeah, I definitely have to go back and, you know, stay and visit for some days. Yeah. So So we're hoping this conversation gives us plenty of things to, you know, just kind of note and do, (laughs) you know, so we're super excited, like I said. So you said that you are basically the director of romance. How did you get into this profession overall? Well, um, you know, several years ago, I should say many years ago, um, when I was working for the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism or our European office, specifically Bahamas Tourist Office in Paris, you know, I I knew there and then, and that's quite a few years ago, that uh, they were interested in exploring different niche markets. Um, And as you know, there are certain connotations as it refers to niche markets, but um, for the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism, we were specifically talking about 
romance or weddings and honeymoons, you know, bar renewal, surprise proposals, but not so much then, but um, also boating, fishing, diving, groups, uh, all of those, uh, I suppose you would call them ancillary businesses, not really leisure, but looking at other ways to increase our bottom line. And um, I just thought to myself, well, why has nobody ever thought about romance? Uh, Because destination weddings are a big thing and, and they weren't so big back then. But if you look at what has been happening from 2014, when celebrities in particular, and I remember very specifically one celebrity, I, I won't name drop, but they decided to buy out the Ocean Club for a destination wedding. So when we think about destination weddings and their importance, we know um, it's an opportunity to take our family and friends abroad or invite them to come abroad um, to enjoy your, you know, your love match or your love ceremony, however you want to um, term that. So I then offered up myself. I was just like, you know, I want to do this. Why not? I feel like it's probably such a fun role. I mean, I'm sure there's a, and I know there's a lot of hard work, of course, that comes with it, but you get the chance to explore all of the beauty and the elements of the tourism industry from the hospitality side to the dining, to the excursions and the different activities. And I just, we're envious of you. I'll just say that. (laughs) We have (laughs) jobs that aren't as I would imagine fun. (laughs) So now we'll go into our this or that game, which is a game we play every single episode where you select between one option or the other. And because you are our guest, we will allow you to go first. So after you decide on your option, please let us know which one and why. Then we'll go to Tania, then me, and then we'll start back over. So this is a quick four rounds, nothing too daunting. So to start, would you prefer to have, say, a four-day honeymoon with three days to relax at home before having to go back to work, or a seven-day honeymoon and then going back to work immediately that next day? Wow. um, I'm not going to say that's a tough one, but... um... I would just recommend a honeymoon where you just relax. That's not an answer perhaps, but I'm just thinking honeymoon where you truly relax because having been in the business, we know what honeymoons are all about. And it's about enjoying one another. And that's the real special time that you're going to have together. And um, after you leave your honeymoon, then life gets back to very normal. So seven days. All right. I like that answer. What about you, Tania? Yeah, so having come off of a honeymoon, like literally this past Saturday, I would definitely do the seven day. However, I know that this is not part of the question, but I would take two days off and then go back to work. Well, it'll be extended, extended. Okay, so not just a week. Yeah, not just a week. I would come home after the seven days, of course, but then I would take at least two days off to just recover from the honeymoon and then go back to work. I know that's not part of the question, but you know, I'm always a little bit different. So you are. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Um, I love the prospect of it being a seven day honeymoon because I don't think four days is enough, especially if you count travel in those days. Yeah. But the needing time to relax at home, I kind of need that. But, you know, working remotely, I'll probably go with the seven day honeymoon because if I'm tired, I'm just still at least tired at home. 
and I can take a nap during my lunch break versus, you know, that's true. That's so true. I I'll, I'll go with that route. Mm-hmm. We're all on the same page there. Okay. Yeah. So round two, would you prefer to have a hotel room with a plunge pool or a hotel room with an outside walk-in shower? Oh, give me the plunge pool any day. <laughs> I can't imagine, you know, um, well, there are a few places that I know that I've experienced personally with an outside shower, but um, no, mm-hmm. give me the plunge pool. I like how you're thinking. I feel like I know your answer to me and Vitella's. Definitely the pool. <laughs> <laughs> like it was my first time staying in a hotel with, you know, like a walkout pool. And so I would take that any day. Um, like a shower, I'm not too big of a fan because I don't know who's watching. And even if they say it's a private shower, I mean, yeah, no, no, I'm not a huge fan of that. So yeah, definitely the punch pool. Gotcha. I'm agreeing with y'all. I would love to stay somewhere with a plunge pool. I, I mean, you just can't go wrong. It's it's just right there and it's, mm-hmm. it's private, you know? Um, okay. All right. Round three. So switching lanes a little bit. Would you prefer on your honeymoon to attend a Bahamian cooking class or would you prefer instead to just go to a renowned Bahamian restaurant? So you're not going to believe this. Um, I was married, um, next year makes my 10th wedding anniversary. And so for our honeymoon, we actually had a destination. We got married here at a friend's house um, out on the lake. And then we went to another island and it is known for its culinary expertise. So yes, cooking is big for me. I'm a big fan of the kitchen and entertaining. So yeah, cooking classes, I would absolutely love it. It's an, it's an opportunity, you know, you're, you're brand new at this, you know, to really get to know one another as well in a different sort of way. So yes. I like your answer. Okay. Tamia? You know, I like the idea of cooking class. And while I was on my honeymoon, they actually had a cooking class And I was like, oh, my gosh, that would be so cool. And then we were just so tired and like lounging around the pool that we kind of forgot. So I will say the Bahamian restaurant because, you know, like there's nothing like going, you know, to a different country, trying their food and, you know, you know, trying it. um, Well, I would say like trying it at the best of the best is like hands down, I think would be, would be an experience. So. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I don't know which way I would go. I see the perk of both because yeah. on one hand you get to learn from, you know, like this isn't, this isn't an American style of Bahamian food. This is like yeah. true authentic Bahamian food that you're learning how to cook and can learn and, you know, take that recipe back home. But then also mm-hmm. I like to eat and I'm I like to relax. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I'm not going to say both because I really want to just pick one. Um, I will go with just the inner foodie and I'll just go with the restaurant, but I feel like I would perfectly be fine with either option. Okay. So final yeah. round. Would you prefer to snorkel, so going snorkeling, or would you prefer to just ride on a yacht? 
A yacht, my darling. Absolutely. Why not a <laughs> yacht? I mean, the waters in the Bahamas are stunning. Yeah. So um, it would have to be a yacht for me. I love that. Tania? The same. The same. <laughs> I mean, you know, snorkeling sounds cool, but the yacht sounds a little bit more fun. But then again, I've never been snorkeling. So, you know. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Not for real, for real. I mean, like I've done like the, you know, like the goggles on, you know, you know, like put your head underwater, but not like with the actual tank and stuff like that. Now, okay. you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I would ride on a yacht because my swimming <laughs> skills are very limited. <laughs> the last time I swam was a very, very long time ago. So I'll probably have to learn all over again. Um, We are now going to just dive into our questions now. Um, And as we said at the top of the show, we're talking about the Bahamas as a perfect honeymoon destination. I mean, if you haven't been there before, which I'm sure there are probably some of you that haven't, keep this in mind, like pull out your notebook, you know, go to the like the official Bahamian like tourism website and really you know really take into account like the things that you can do and if you have been before just come back you know just make mental notes because I'm pretty sure there's something you did not do when you were there the last time that you wanted to do and we're so excited like we've said a thousand times um to have you on to talk us through all of this um, because, you know, it's just better when you hear it from someone that actually knows versus someone that thinks they know. (laughs) Anywho, Tania, you can kick us off. All right. So first question, can you please finish this sentence? The Bahamas is a perfect honeymoon destination because There are 700 islands and keys. 16 are well positioned to receive our honeymoon esteemed guests, as we like to say. Um, You know, the Bahamas boast of miles and miles of pristine waters, pink and white sand beaches, secluded, um, the perfect spot for romance. As far as I'm concerned, it is the way to celebrate love and the beginning of your new beginning. I love it. All right, so next question. So what should non-Bahamians know before traveling to the Bahamas? Well, you know, I suppose when you when you talk about 700 islands and keys, um, and we know that there are 16 that are well-positioned, or I would personally say, um, firstly, there are 16 enchanting island destinations. Uh, we have to remember that this is an archipelago you know, that stretches from the north to the south, um, about 1 million um, kilometers, kilometers, however you want to um, pronounce that. And so each of them have their own uniqueness with special attractions. For example, you know, Nassau being the capital, uh, it offers various uh, options in terms of, well, you know, world-renowned resorts, and you have boutique hotels, um, all-inclusive hotels. There's great shopping well-preserved uh, heritage sites, you know, such as our forts or the Queen's Staircase. Uh, you can take excursions to other nearby keys or islands. So 
you know, this is one of the first things that um, you probably should recognize as you contemplate, um, you know, the type of honeymoon and why you are coming to the Bahamas, because there is a lot on offer, to be quite frank. Very nice. Very nice. So can you describe the different seasons and kind of climates throughout the year? Because I'm thinking for those that maybe have a honeymoon in November versus someone that has their honeymoon in May, what are the things that they should note and consider before packing? You know, we have a, um, a great advantage uh, here in the Bahamas, um, you know, subtropical climate. And I can, I can certainly tell you that it's a year-round destination. Average temperature probably around from the mid-70s to the um, 90s, that's Fahrenheit. Um, of course, you, you don't want to forget your sunscreen, your hats, your shorts, um, swimwear, um, raincoat here yeah, for the occasional um, light shower that refreshes the earth. Um, so in, in terms of the coolest months of the year, really from about December to about February, um, early March, but basically you can experience, um, you know, really nice weather year round. And for us, I, I know certainly for destination weddings and honeymoons, you know, you, you think about it, we're talking about honeymoons really, but when you think about a honeymoon destination, you really want to be outdoor. Uh, you think about relaxing by the pool or going for um, those scenic, you know, romantic walks on the beach, whether it's sunrise or sunset. So, yes, the weather does lend to that. I have a quick question. Do you all have hurricane season? I'm so glad that you asked that question because we all know normally around September, October, it's very active. And I think if you take us back to a few years ago, when you had that horrible, horrible um, Dorian, the first time ever in the Bahamas, we've had, and, and you know, that was a phenomenon like no other. So that was a bit abnormal. But generally speaking, um, I would say, you know, if you want to avoid, so to speak, and you know, we never speak about avoiding, but um, the more likelihood of being heavy showers and wind probably is around, um, you know, October, um, the beginning of November. But generally speaking, um, outside of those times, even though we know, I'm looking at our statistics, you know, we've had um, honeymooners that come year round. But I'm I'm glad you did ask that question. So I can clarify that for you. Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, I took a trip one year and I went during the wrong time frame and it rained every single day. And <laughs> so, and so, yeah, so thank you so much for giving us that information about hurricane season. So what should honeymooners research before booking their trip to the Bahamas? Just overall general information they should know. Well, I think what I omitted to say as I was opening, first and foremost, because of how we are positioned um, in terms of proximity to the United States, and I just want to pepper this in here, um, you know, there are direct flights. So, you know, ease of accessibility to the Bahamas, um, you know, you have Delta, you have JetBlue, you have American Airline, you have United, you have Southwest. More recently, they have added Priest Airlift um, with Frontier Airlines. Um, so accessibility, um, you know, that is great for us. Um, what I think the, you know, honeymooners really ought to take into consideration uh, before they travel. There are a myriad of options. So let me just unpack this for a little bit. As we alluded to earlier, 16 islands. There is Nassau, the capital. 
with its uh, resorts, um, great shopping, um, you know, different types of excursions. And then you have Grand Bahama. Nass like I said, Nassau is the capital. Then we go to Grand Bahama, a separate island, which is about um, 50 miles off the coast of Florida, yes? Uh, so direct access from Florida. And you also have flights from New York and um, one or two other places uh, from the United States coming into uh, Grand Bahama. So Grand Bahama is known for the UNEXO dolphins. So the dolphin encounters and the largest water cave system. It's where Pirates of the Caribbean site is. I'm sure you're aware of that. And it's one of the most expansive beaches in the entire Bahamas. Now, we talked about Nassau Grand Bahama, so they should also know there's the option of the out islands. So when we think about the out islands, uh, we're looking at more secluded beaches, rustic, beautiful landscapes, uh, which you would find in the Bahamas, even though, yes, there are 700 islands, the topography is quite unique for each island. And so you don't have this expression, you'll marry on one, honeymoon on another, island hop to a third. Uh, so... In the Out Islands, you have sleepy villages. Um, some, when you when you actually visit, it's like a step back in time. You know, one can actually take um, an excursion. Let's say they decide to come to Nassau. They can do excursions to like Andrus. That's only like 20 minutes away. Uh, Eleuther, um, to the Exumas. Um, so there are those options. So they, they really need to, um, I would say, firstly, go on to Bahamas.com. Look at things to do, where to stay. We've spent an awful lot of time and resources, I should say, in making sure that our storefront, so to speak, um, addresses, uh, you know, our wider audience for those who really are not aware of what the destination has to offer. So looking at the map and just in awe, honestly, um, I think that, I mean, like you just said, get married in one place and then honeymoon another, and then just kind of hop. That's where that seven day, <laughs> that's where that seven day honeymoon comes into play because then you can spend like a day or two just bouncing around from the different islands and getting to get a, you know, a little sample of what each has to offer. I love that. Definitely. Definitely. So if couples are going to relax by the beach and enjoy the resort, what places should they keep in mind? For pure relaxation, and you know, that's very easy to do um, in the islands of the Bahamas. We are all an already laid back society, so to speak. Um, and we're, we're kind of known for that. And so for those who, you know, are not looking for some ad adventure, even though you can find relaxing spots, whether or not you're in the capital, as in Nassau and Grand Bahama or the Out Islands, but you have those hotels that are not like the large resorts, even if you have like an ocean club um, on Paradise Island, which is just like a hop, jump and a skip away. It's connected to New Providence by a bridge. Ocean Club, it's, it's secluded. The beach is absolutely amazing. Um, that's just one of the spots um, in Nassau. Then um, if, you, if you hop on over to like a Pelican Bay or a lighthouse in Grand Bahama, then let's talk a little bit now more about the out islands because I think that's where you would find real, because it's already more laid back. You know, I always say, um, and, I, and I know, and I hope I'm not preempting, but later on, I think we're going to talk about, you know, for the adventurous traveler. But let's talk a little bit about true relaxation or real relaxation um, in the out islands. Yes. Yeah? So um, we're looking at Eleuthera. There's a fabulous little property that's called La Bougainvillea. 
Uh, it has about ooh, 10 rooms, a beach that's magnificent. Um, I remember doing a photo shoot there and um, we walked for miles and it was only myself, my assistant and three crew members. That was it. That was it for the entire time that we were there. So that's like La Bolinvillia, sorry. And then, of course, you have Embrace Resorts in the Exumas. Um, you have Stella Maris uh, in Long Island. You have Roles Villas in Cat Island. I mean, you know, the list just goes on and on. Wow. And of course, we can find this list on the website, correct? Yes, absolutely. It is on Bahamas.com. And just for clarification for the out islands that we affectionately call family islands, uh, because many of us, we originate from the out islands and we came to Nassau. And so we have family that remain in those islands. So we call them the family islands, yes? Um, so you would go on to myoutislands.com. So what about the foodies and what are some great Bahamian meals or drinks that honeymooners can enjoy? Goombe smash, Bahama mama, uh, you know, you have your normal pina coladas. Um, listen, um, you've not visited the Bahamas properly if you have not visited our fish fry, okay? There is a fish fry on each island and they have their own unique style. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm surprised thus far, we haven't had like a fish fry out, you know, how you have um, a competition. Um, but what we do know is that these culinary experts um, in true Bahamian fashion, they showcase the best seafood, whether it's kung salad or um, crack lobster, um, crack fish, uh, you know, all different types of seafood, crab claws, um, lobster claws, what have you, you know, it's kung fritters, which is like a batter. So, you know, one of the things about the fish fry, we would say is quite quintessential in that, you know, it is the prime place where it, it's what we do mainly on a Thursday and Friday, the weekends. And what is great about this, it's, it's a real mesh where Bahamians meet tourists alike. And uh, it's just like family time. They get into great conversations and, you know, we're, you know, we love having our special guests and it's like, where you're from, how long you're here, have you tried the Kung salad? Oh, you have to try the Scorch Kung. You know, so it's like a ceviche, right? I'm sure you must be aware of that. But um, you have not been to the Bahamas properly unless you have done the fish fry. So that is it, our fish fry. You make me hungry. Oh, oh my gosh, I was about to say that too. I'm like, oh, oh, that sounds so good. I was thinking back to, it must have been at least six, seven years ago, but there's a like a Bahamian food truck in Atlanta that stopped by my office or where I was working at the time. And I had some of their fritters and I'm just like, oh, that was so good. So I can only imagine they were even better, <laughs> like actually in the Bahamas because, you yeah, know. It's fresh, it's coming straight from the sea. Like, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> Love that. Oh. We're going to have to make a trip this year. I just feel it. So for those more adventurous honeymooners, not like myself, I'm going to be completely honest, but I know there are more adventurous <laughs> honeymooners that exist. What would you suggest that they do? You know, it can be an adventurous paradise if you are that way inclined. So we talk about uh, what seems to be very popular at the moment. You know, those mini Jeeps or mo um, not mopeds, but Jeeps, the ATVs 
where you do a cross country mm-hmm. and you go to like some of the heritage sites. So that's not for the light at heart. Um, you know, those are normally like a three, three hour. Uh, and they go like from north to south in the island and they visit some of the heritage sites. And then, of course, you there's horseback riding. Um, yes, scuba diving. You know, the Bahamas really is about water sports as well with all this water we have or we're surrounded by and snorkeling through, you know, the many uh, natural cave systems that we have here and uh, also visiting the shipwreck, uh, the shipwreck sites, the expansive nature trail tours. And then, of course, the dolphin encounters. And um, last but not least, um, I must highlight swimming with the pigs. Everybody loves that trip swimming with the pigs. Yes. Glad you mentioned that because I was going to ask, can you tell us more about swimming with the pigs? I, um, I'm trying to remember when's the first time I heard about it. Maybe from one of my friends. I have a good friend from college that is from the Bahamas. And I think she might have mentioned it in just like one of her trips back, because when she goes back, sometimes she just likes to be a complete tourist. But for some of us that don't really know the full details of it, can you explain what swimming with the pigs actually entails? Yeah, so um, the famous, the pigs that have now become so, so famous, they've been all over billboards um, in Europe and, of course, the United States, different parts of the United States where we have our um, full-blown marketing campaigns. But um, these pigs, there are about um, a dozen or more of them that are naturally, or should I say organically, uh, they were wild pigs once upon a time um, because we now have persons who try to feed them. And as soon as they hear the boats come out, you know, they, they, they come out from um, Pig Island or Big Major key. key. I'm getting more like the tourists who are now calling it Pig Island. And every time I hear that, I kind of, you know, chuckle to myself. But uh, it's in the Exumas. Uh, principally, it's in the Exumas. It's one or two other places, um, but we're going to talk about the Exumas because that's what it's known for. That's where we have uh, come to uh, know the Swimming with the Pigs program. And you can have a honeymoon Monas who are already in the Exuma Islands, they can actually inquire um, with the Bahamas Tourist Office um, how to book that. Um, there are a few operators who would do day trips, or even if uh, honeymooners are in Nassau and they're wanting to experience, to have the um, pig experience, swimming with the pig experience, they can do so um, from their tour operators in Nassau. That's very easily done. So it's, um, it's a huge, it's something that's just taken off like wildfire. And uh, we have persons now that come to the Bahamas specifically to do that particular excursion. Sounds like so much fun. That sounds like something Tania would do. Yeah, that's up my alley. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and the ATV and the horseback riding, yeah, that's all up my alley. So, yeah. Yeah, it really sounds is. Sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> So what are a few of the quintessential Bahamian landmarks that touristy honeymooners should stop by? Yes, certainly if you are in Nassau, it would have to be the Queen's Staircase. It would have to be the different forts like Fort Fincastle, Fort Charlotte. Um, Fort Nassau uh, goes all the way in the uh, west um, out towards Life of Key Pass, our Bahamar. Uh, so there's much history because I'm, I'm not sure if our audience would know that, you know, we came under the queen, under the uh, colonial system once upon a time, and there were real pirates. So the forts are of great interest. 
And then, you know, you do have, like I said, the Queen Staircase. So those are just a few of them. In um, some of the islands, in particular in Exuma, uh, you have some of the, uh, what's the remnants of the um, slave sites. Um, so, and also I forgot to tell you while we're in Nassau, there is the heritage of the Clifton Park. That's part of an excursion that's done with the ATV. So, you know, there, there are a number of um, tours of interest for those who are more, uh, what should I say, into the history of an island, you know, something a bit different from just sun, sand, and sea. Love that. I think it's, you know, it enriches your experience when you get to go to a different place and really learn about that place. It's easy for us to stay on a resort or just, you know, like do the things that are very much what's expected of you, I think, um, as, you know, a tourist in a new place. But being able to really learn about the history of wherever you are. I think it just gives you a greater appreciation of what, like where things stand now and, you know, what you are able to do in that space. So that's, that's just kind of always my way of thinking. Please let me know if I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but what is, is it Junkanoo? Perfect. Okay. Tell us a little bit about it. So, you know, we love our music, we love festivals, and um, I don't want to confuse this, but just so um, our listeners or our audience, um, wider audience, can have an appreciation or, you know, have some kind of, they can connect it with a kind of festivity if you think of carnival, but really it is not carnival. So um, John Canoe was the, uh, the slave name who had um, broken away, um, you know, he was freed. And um, this was a day of celebration um, for the slaves. So we celebrate Junkanoo, that we call it, on the 25th. So it's normally on the morning of the 26th, very early when everyone comes out. You have different groups, about five or six groups who are competing with each group in their festive costume. You know, uh, they would represent, let's say, uh, for example, when the year that Nelson Mandela was freed, um, they did a whole Nelson Mandela theme. You know, this is their way of putting out their story about very relevant topics, but it's done in a very jovial and festival way, and, and festive way, sorry. And the costumes are normally made of crepe paper, and um, there are the cowbells, there are uh, goatskin drums, uh, they parade uh, downtown. Um, and so now it's gotten to the point where we have to buy tickets, and you buy tickets well in advance, but it's on the 26 a.m., I mean, very early a.m., like about 2 a.m. in the morning and uh, they rush all the groups rush like until eight nine o'clock and then at about 10 11 o'clock uh, the winner is declared and they get this big grand prize and so if they want to donate it to some charity or if they want to offset some of the expenses or you know uh, the costumes that they had to make but um, it's quite a rival kind of situation uh, you know we get very very serious and passionate about junk new like we get about politics and so um, also on the first day of the year, we then had the New Year's Day rush out. What is interesting about Junkanoo, because it's such a festive occasion and it's such an intrinsic part of our culture, 
you now have persons who come over, whether they're celebrating um, anniversaries or birthdays. Um, as a matter of fact, I just had, um, I had the privilege of being invited to um, a birthday party, a 50th birthday party with this young lady out of Virginia. And we became very good friends. And she had a Junkanoo rush out at her 50th birthday party at a, at a venue here. So yeah, it's, it's something to behold. I'll tell you that. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Yeah, it's my first time hearing it. And so, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun too. <laughs> right. Like a true celebration, but yeah. I like how it became a thing everyone's really excited about and participating and, you know, the kind of competitive angle of it. But I love that. That's, yeah. I have to ask Leslie about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so going back to island hopping, what islands, say if one started in um, like Nassau, what islands are close by for honeymooners to just kind of island hop? And how easy is it uh, to actually island hop? Oh, it's, it's, it's relatively easy. So let's start in the north, you know, for those who would love to do somewhat of an ocean cruise. They have the Bahamas Fast Ferries that leave Nassau um, every morning at about 8 a.m., get into Harbor Island at 10.30 or so. They spend the whole day there. That's where the Pink Sand Beach is, right? Also have, uh, you can do excursions from Nassau, let's say to Andrus, because the plane takes off um, from Nassau and within 10, 15 minutes, it's landing in Andrus. So you can have a full day excursion there. There are also um, other boat excursions like the Power Boat excursion. It's a fast boat. Um, so it leaves Nassau and it goes to the Exuma Keys. And that's really for the more adventurous because it's like high speed. And they stop to some keys on the way where they feed the iguanas and uh, they give you like a lobster lunch. So there are, there are a few islands that are within reach of for the honeymooner who only has about four or five days here and would like to do um, a day trip to another island. Absolutely. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, not everyone can just go on a honeymoon for a long time, but that still gives them something they could think of if they have only like four or five days to stay somewhere. Um, I need to play my honeymoon. (laughs) That's my takeaway from this conversation. (laughs) Tania, uh, with the final question. All right. So any advice for any of the honeymooners that are heading to the Bahamas? So I am delighted that first and foremost, uh, they will be coming to the Bahamas. And once you get here, and you know, it's easy for me to say, oh, it's a magical place. Um, I can go on and on. But the mere fact that, you know, I decide to honeymoon within the islands of the Bahamas um, in San Salvador, um, that's testament. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great testimony to what we have to offer. And so I would say once you get to the islands of the Bahamas, uh, first and foremost, you bask in your love. And I mean, it's a perfect place, you know, to just celebrate one another, what you have and experience all the things that you know that you can experience in the islands of the Bahamas. And um, we, and having, having all of those experiences, we know experiences, we know that you will fall in love when you hear the Bahamas, it's like, you know, I'm falling in love again and again and again. So that would be my real advice. Um, Get here, you know, bask in your love, experience what we have to offer, and um, please come again, again, and again, so that you can fall in love again and again. 
Yes. I'm sure you will. <laughs> right. That was a great tip. Great advice. So now we're going to move into the wedding vendor love. Who would you like to shout out this week? So really, we have um, an amazing association, you know, we work very, very closely with, uh, as a matter of fact, it's the only association that um, where we recommend certain preferred vendors, it's the Bahamas Bridal Association. So, you know, they really can uh, curate packages uh, for couples. Um, so that's who my shout out would be to today. Okay. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Ashley, who would you like to shout out this week? I'd like to shout out probably one of my recent faves on Instagram. It's a photography company based out of Rhode Island and friends, they're Black. Okay. You know, at that, we love shouting out a good Black wedding vendor, but Basically, I want y'all to follow and get to know Jamal and Lashana photo on Instagram or go to jamalandlashana.com. When I tell you that the reels that Jamal mostly <laughs> posts has me on the floor because it's like, how do you even think about this stuff? But it is so hilarious. Um, and also their work is just beautiful. Uh, they've been married for many years. They have a beautiful family and they just capture your wedding day very, very well. So again, Jamal and Lashana photo. Lashana is spelled L-A-S-H-A-N-A. Jamal is two A's. So J-A-M-A-L, not the double A-L. And photo. Y'all know how to spell photo. I'm not going to spell that out. But <laughs> even if you're not in the area, follow them because you're just going to laugh. So that's my vendor for the week. Who are you shouting out to Nia? Yeah. So this week I am shouting out two sisters um, by the name of Les and Lo. They own the company LesLoEvents.com. They are based out of Atlanta. They have 10 years of experience combined and they can plan your wedding or they can also plan your event. Um, they, of course, have their wedding packages, but then they also have their event packages. And so they are down for the cause. Their weddings are beautiful. I came across them one day uh, because we went to high school with um, one of their uh, models that they did a style shoot on. And it was just beautiful. And so definitely look them up. Um, they, again, they're based in Atlanta. You can find them on Instagram at Les Low Events, and that's L-E-S-L-O-E-V-E-N-T-S.com or on IG. Their weddings are beautiful. Um, if you want that luxury experience, they got you. So, all right, that's who I'm shouting out this week. Thank you so much for coming on. Before you go, can you tell the good people that are listening where they can find out more about the Bahamas um, as a honeymoon destination, as a bachelorette destination, as just a destination overall, if they want to know more? Firstly, I would, would like to thank you so very much uh, for having uh, the Bahamas Ministry of Tourism and my representing the islands of the Bahamas and the amazing people and our beautiful country. By all means, uh, do take an opportunity to uh, peruse our website, bahamas.com. Uh, if you would like to write to us directly, it would be romance 
at Bahamas.com. Thank you. You're welcome. Easy enough to remember as well. Well, thank you so much again. If you ever wanted to find anyone that has ever been shouted out on this show and all 300 plus wedding vendors that have been shouted out, which is a wild to even think of, but you will be able to find them on find.huidu.com. So if you don't remember what we said, or you're listening to an episode later and you want to look that person up, or maybe you don't remember how to spell their name or what have you, you can always go there and easily find them. So just a little mental note, but Tania, where can people find us? You can find us on whoido.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok. Find Ashley at Demi Tosh on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me at Bell Story on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you again. We'll be back. See y'all next week.